Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Couch QBs. And we are finally at week 17, the most important games of the year coming up for some of these teams. Don't forget to follow us at Couch underscore QBs on Twitter and Facebook. And um, we are finally here. We've made it through the with a few bumps in the road. But uh, yeah, we're finally here at the end of the season, buddy. We've made it. And I think we need to look back and remember how fast it goes sometimes. Bro, yeah. It feels it really, like yesterday was the first time we recorded. It really, uh, I, I can't believe we're already like going into 2021 and this season's about, we made it. I can't believe we made it through this season. I really don't. It's honestly a miracle. It really is. Like, I mean, there's definitely been some bumps in the road, but uh, it's it's been good to see at least like just games every single week. We haven't we haven't lost the game yet. Knock on anything. Like they've made it work. So, and we've had a few features of Tuesday night football. You know, that's <laughs> Wednesday perfect. Wednesday afternoon football. Yeah, it's great. You know, <laughs> they made it happen, which I'm I'm just baffled by that it's gone relatively smooth. With a few hiccups, which I guess one of the big hiccups, we'll start, we'll just jump right into it. We'll start off with your Cleveland Browns. Um, the Browns this week host the Steelers. Um, and this is the AFC, this is the first category we're doing is AFC winning in right here. And the Browns are one of those teams. They lost last week because, I mean, I'm, I'm giving it the blame because the wide receivers were, all four wide receivers out on the COVID reserve list. When did that, come, when did that news come out? Saturday? Saturday. <laughs> Saturday they found that out. So Because they didn't try, they postponed the flight. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they had to wait to fly in. So they didn't have any receivers. Ended up losing 23-16. to 16. Baker fumbles twice in the fourth quarter. Um, the Steelers win anyway, so our my AFC North title dream was gone there. I don't know how the Steelers pulled that game out of their ass against the Colts. Um, they were down 24-7, to 7, ended up winning 28-24. Um, did you get to see any of that game, or were you too locked into the Brownies at 1 o'clock there? I was too locked into the Browns. I was just <laughs> suffering. It was, it was bad. It was bad just watching us just get dismantled. But yeah, the the Steelers come back against the Colts. The Colts are also in a position where they need to win. Mm -hmm. And this is what it all comes down to. Yeah, the AFC is AFC is crazy this week. Like the the early these are the three early games. So it's Browns, Steelers, Bills, Dolphins, Ravens, Bengals. If the Dolphins, Browns, and Ravens all win, they're in. That's all they need to do. And then that would leave the AFC South up for grabs at four o'clock. Um, so, so Browns going to be home one o'clock. The Steelers aren't playing Ben. So it means it's the Mason Rudolph game all over again. This is my big, they, they came out and said it wasn't going to be a thing. Like we're not even going to, we're not even talking about that. Yeah. They're not going to Which is good. You need to downplay it. the assault that happened on the field <laughs> once upon a time. They're not going to talk about it, but you don't think that Miles Garrett is thinking about it just a little bit. I think we're going to find out if, Mason Rudolph actually said the N-word on Sunday. If Miles Garrett rips his head off again, then that'll be confirmation, <laughs> right? That he's still upset about it. He wasn't. Yeah. I'm expecting a big mile. I think he's I think he he would never say anything like that, especially after that incident last year. I don't think he could come out and be like, oh no, I'm still pissed. Like I think the league would probably be like, hey, buddy, and he, like and he's our Walter Payton man of the year this year. <laughs> That's true. That's true. He kind of has to put on a, a good example for everybody. But I think going into this game, um, the last line I saw, it's Browns seven and a half. Is that still the case? Do you have it up there? I think that's the, the line at seven. It was down. I got nervous. 
<laughs> well, that was probably with the COVID news today with the, uh, the facility got shut down today, but they, uh, well, and also the lines are moving like crazy when they, so it's Browns are favored by 10 now. Oh, it's 10. Cause I think Mike Tomlin came out today and said, Ben in a few other starters. So I'm assuming me probably Watt. Watt will probably be sitting and anyone else who's a key to that offense will be sitting or key to that team. Um, so I think that, and the, I think the lines throughout the week are going to be shifting based off of this news of who's playing, who's sitting, and yeah. So ten point favorites. Um, it's Mason Rudolph. He's trash. Like I, I'm sure that you're not going to with confidence pick a Browns win and cover here, but I'm going to pick the Browns win and cover and uh, playoff spot. Eleven and five. It can what be so think? easy, but it was so easy last week. Well, I think last week, I think you had to get your one Brown. It was a look-ahead week. I think it was a look-ahead. Oh, definitely. They def- Well, and once the receivers were out, Baker was like, he hadn't. I, why, like, you can, they, I know that they loaded up the box, but throwing the ball 50 times for Baker Mayfield is never a good idea. The fancy concerns me sometimes when we go down early to how quickly he gives up on our running game. Yeah. And he's done it before, and I just I hate to see that. I, I really hate when we just give up on the run game because that's what we're the best at. Especially in that game, like going down by 10 to the, the, the Jets. Jets. Yeah, like that's nothing, really. Make it a slow game. Just run the ball. You don't need to get – like it's not going to be anything explosive when there's nine people in the box, but well, I think they'd, they'd stick to it a little bit longer. I think they that whatever that happened last week is just going to make them more motivated to make sure they lock it up this week. I don't think they're going to miss an opportunity like that again. Absolutely not. I don't think this so. This is the week. So unless brownies, Steelers, unless Mike Tomlin really comes out and says we we need to get this one just to put just to rub their nose in it and like the Colts <laughs> get in. So brownies in the playoffs, that would be this case in this scenario with our first winning in. Let's move on to the Bills. What you go, finish off here? I've been prepared for heartbreak all year, and it felt like I was getting a little bit a little <laughs> taste of that week sixteen, and that they just wanted the Browns needed to keep. All Browns fans on their toes and humble. Yeah, and that's what that game was. It was a humble. It was the most Jets thing and the most Browns thing to possibly happen. The Jets to get another win and secure their number two pick. They don't want and, Trevor Lawrence, I guess. No, they don't. They they decide to go on a win streak, and the Browns are like, do we, do we want a chance at the division or to make the playoffs right now, or do we want to make our fans sweat it out? Yeah, and have to play Pittsburgh. So it is going to be a lot more fun beating Pittsburgh at home they, to clinch the hopefully. playoffs. I mean, I'm just saying, in a, if to win whichever game, it, I feel like that's the more cathartic experience is to beat Pittsburgh. Poetic, and then and then we would be slated, I believe, if everything stands, to play Pittsburgh round one. I don't know, because when I did the playoff machine the other day and did all these three win and ends, because right now they play the Bills, so I think if these three teams all have eleven wins, then I think it's Buffalo, Cleveland. Don't talk to me for that week. If we can run a, we can run. I'll run a playoff machine scenario while we're talking about the Bills and uh, Dolphins right here. But um, so the the next game, Bills and Dolphins. The Bills also, I, it's in Buffalo. I don't know if they're they haven't said anything about starters. They won't say anything until game day. Like it'll be game day. The inactives come out, and it's like Stefan Diggs, Travis White. Everybody will be out. I can't imagine the Bills are going to play anybody though because. It really doesn't matter to like two or three. I think at this point it doesn't matter with 
I mean, there is going to be a, some fans in Buffalo. I don't know if you even know this yet today, but they announced it today. Sixty-seven oh, going to be there. Yeah, Cuomo's going to be there, leading the charge probably out of the field. Um, but so they also have 6,700 people in the stadium for the playoff games. Um, I also don't think like the Steelers are might get not get out of the first round anyways, even if they were the two seed. But a Steelers loss puts the Bills as the two seed no matter what anyways. So I think all that equals the Bills not going to take any chances with Josh Allen, Diggs, anybody else like that. So that being said, I still don't know if that guarantees a victory if Tua plays the way that Tua keeps playing. Because the Bills defense, even with backups in, is still going to be a tough test with Sean McDermott the way he is. I can't believe they pulled Tua. I just thought they were just going to ride him and just whatever. But they just realized that he was not a spark plug whatsoever, and they needed one. And who was it? Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> he, he's just the guy who's going to come in and get his head ripped off and still throw a complete pass. I can't believe – how did he complete that pass against the Raiders? I don't know. It was – it's the most – it really is Fitz magic. Like, that's really all it comes down how to. How didn't he break his neck is the second question. <laughs> I, 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 I tried to do it. I tried to see if my neck could go that far to the right. And I got about half the way there, and it started to get a little tight. And he, he was being grabbed by a grown man. <laughs> it was unbelievable. I literally, like – I don't know. I, yeah, I didn't know your body could be contorted like that. And how was the dude open? Like, what's wrong with the Raiders? How do you leave that? Like, he was wide open. I don't know. The Raiders are they're a, a train wreck, which I'm glad. I'm glad that they're ending the season bad because they deserve it. So if I did the playoff machine here quick, and if Cleveland, Baltimore, and Miami all win, and say and Tennessee and uh, Tennessee, let's just say Tennessee wins, so they win the division, it is Bills, Browns, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Tennessee, Miami. That is the wild card matchups in the AFC. You want the Bills? <laughs> Have fun. Um, th- so the Dolphins with Tua. Um, I think we both. I think we both think they should be starting Ryan Fitzpatrick this week, and that's why I put in this little doc to put Ryan Fitzpatrick revenge game possibility because I remember I think it was 2015, and Fitz was the quarterback for the New York Jets. They were 10 and five coming into Buffalo and all they had to do was win and in and the bills were seven and eight. I was at this game and the bills won. They picked off Fitz three times, twice in the end zone in the fourth quarter and beat the jets and knocked the jets out of the playoffs and Fitz. So this could be a Fitz revenge game, but Fitz is also like the biggest Buffalo. Like he still lives in Buffalo. It was also a bills quarterback. So I don't know how, like my revenge game theory, I don't know how it falls when that guy like still, lives in the city. Like, I feel like that's a little bit different. Ryan Fitzpatrick's just an enigma to us all. I think <laughs> because I think that he, he pulls these games out just, and he plays just well enough that someone will be like, we'll give him a chance. We'll sign him." <laughs> and then he's, he's just not the guy, but he has just enough games to always get signed by a team bad enough thinking that he is the guy. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't even know how this game goes. Have they announced who's starting it or it's still undisclosed? Tua's starting, I'm pretty sure. I think he said that right after last week. But it's like if something if it's after the first quarter and the Bills are up, you know, ten nothing and the Dolphins can't move the ball. Like I think that I think the they're gonna pull him pretty quickly here. You know what I mean? Like I don't I think the leash is pretty short for him this week because they know like they win and in. Like it's desperate times. And Buff Miami coming to Buffalo has not been good. Even with the Bills 
history of not really being good the last 20 years, Miami doesn't come into Buffalo and win like ever. I, so it's cold weather. What's the weather yeah. forecast? Um, let me see here. I'm pretty sure it's going to be about, I think we're getting some like freezing rain on. Sunday. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. And two has never played in weather like that. Like he's never played in the snow. No SEC like, guy. And he's from Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, Orchard no. park on Sunday. 42 degrees, breezy with a more with a shower. So yeah, That's disgusting. 28 mile an hour wind gusts. Good so, luck. Yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting. So, uh, but I still think with if it's the Bills backups, the Dolphins should win that. The the Jets beat the Bills backups last year, and they were a shit show. So the Dolphins are definitely better than that. And I don't know who's going to be playing quarterback for the Bills if it's not Josh. It could be Matt Barkley who's the backup. He's fucking terrible. It might be Jake Fromm getting his first ever career start. Oh, the guy with um, all the guns? Yeah, the elite white guy, Jake Fromm. Oh or it God. could be Davis Webb, who is their practice squad quarterback, who they've been like glowing about this week and got activated last week for the first time. Either way, I'm not really too concerned about for the Dolphins. You're in the playoffs. It's guys. all gravy. Oh, I don't. I'm 13 wins I'm chilling, is just gravy bro. for you. I get a, there's a home game next week, <laughs> no matter who it's against. If it's your Brownies, if it's the Dolphins, if it's these Baltimore Ravens we're about to talk about, I don't care. It's going to be somebody. So, yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> Um, Ravens, Bengals, Ravens at Bengals. The last time that was winning in for the Ravens against the Bengals was when the Bills broke their drought because Andy Dalton scored a touchdown on fourth and 15. On a a meaningless fourth down. (laughs) So can the Bengals do that again? They put up 37 last week. Mm, I doubt the Bengals do this. But I think the Ravens are kind of playing pretty good football to end the year. And I think they're a team that I think that everyone's kind of written off because they went through the kind of a mid-season slump where mm-hmm. I think people were just didn't, don't think Lamar Jackson has what it takes. But I think Lamar Jackson has the potential to upset someone in the playoffs, especially just teams that just don't see it coming. Well, especially if we, uh, if it's, if we think all three of these teams that have to win it in will just win at 1 o'clock, they play the Steelers. And I think if it's a healthy Ravens team against the Steelers, I don't think the Steelers can, can score enough with the Ravens. No, I don't think they would be able to score. It would be interesting to see how the Steelers would respond to a team that runs the ball as much as the Ravens run the ball. So the, the Ravens, they, they started the year, let's see, two, five. They started the year six and two. They lost to the Pats in that, the weather machine game on Sunday night. Oh, that was horrible. And then lost to the Titans and Steelers. So those aren't, and that the Steelers game obviously was the big, was the COVID game where they didn't have Lamar yeah. or any. Well, that was the two, Wednesday afternoon game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they're six and five at that point, their last four games, they have, they have won their last four games, but it's the Cowboys 34, 17. The Cowboys are, I mean, the Cowboys could win the a- NFC East, but come on, like that was whatever. The Browns on that crazy Monday night game. That's a good win. I'll give them that. The Jags and then the what was, Giants. What was the score in the Jags game? 40 to 14. Score in the, um, what did you say the last game was? Giants last week, 27 13. So they're almost breaking 30 every single game they play. Yeah, but they're playing horrible teams. <laughs> Those are warm up games. Those are warm up games. That, but here's the, but it's Lamar. Lamar always beats up bad teams. That's what he does. That's how he won an MVP. I don't trust Lamar in the playoffs. I think that if they beat the Steelers, it's going to be because Ben doesn't have an arm still and their defense is good enough. But then if they win it, if they, because they're the sixth seed and they, this is getting ahead of ourselves, I know, but if they're the sixth seed and they beat the Steelers, they have to go to KC. 
they're not beating. They're not touching no. KC. Okay, <laughs> we don't think. Any, but the, but then again, like we don't think anyone could beat Kansas City. One team can. The Buffalo Bills. Yes. Maybe. That's it. I hey, the the Chiefs have won by a total of twenty seven points their last six games. The Bills won by twenty nine points uh, on Monday night. So I'm I'm just taking that one to the bank. But we think the Ravens. Well, I don't know what the spread is here. I'd lost my little my cheat sheet here somehow. I'm thinking the Ravens. I, I I can't pick against the Ravens in this game. They're not losing to the the Bengals. Thirteen point favorites. I might take the Bengals just because 13 points is a lot of points. I always get nervous on double-digit spreads. Yeah, me too. I'm always scared. That's why I'm so bad at betting because I think I'd pick the wrong double-digit spreads to bet on, and then my teams lose by like 30, and I'm like, well, that's awesome. Close enough. (laughs) Um, So if all three of those teams win, they are all in the playoffs. So that would bring us to the AFC South. That's at 4 o'clock. So the Colts – to make the playoffs, no matter what happens with this Titans game, they need just one of those teams to lose and to beat the 1-14 Jags at home. The Jags' only win of the year was week one against the Colts. I don't know if, like, if that would be like the funniest Jags thing, is that their only two wins would be against the Colts. I could like Just for the humor, that would be kind of funny. This could be Phil Rivers' last game ever. Yes. He came, I read an article today saying that He's not even thinking about next year yet because this could be the last game that he plays in in week 17. I think he's going to put it all out there. So I don't know what that means because we know what Phil Rivers looks like when he tries to do too much, and it's pretty horrible. But this sounds like a game that he could easily try to just kind of stretch and not do well. I just don't see the Jags scoring against the Colts. No, I don't either. Especially in a win and like a they must win no matter what happens with everybody else. They have to win no matter what. So and I Col- think that surprisingly, actually, Phil Rivers and T.Y. Hilton have finally seemed to get on the same page, mm-hmm. and they've actually been like improving and they look good and they and they run the ball well. The Colts run the ball really Naheem well. Hines, and they, Naheem Hines out of the backfield is incredible for them. I know it's like eight yards easy. And every time. Who's the other one, John? Is it Jonathan Taylor? He's turned it on towards the end of yeah. the year. Yeah. Yeah. I love teams that can run the football. So this is the team I really think I think the Col- I think me and you are on the same page about the Colts. Um I there's no way I see them losing to the Jags. I think that I think I'm on I was honestly shocked last week when they lost that game, ended up losing that game because they had twenty four points and then they just I don't know what happened to their stopped. offense. It just stopped. And Ben just well, turned into a Did you hear about the play calling? No. So they knew all of the plays that were being called in the first half, the Colts, mm-hmm. they were calling them out. So in the second half, Ben Roethlisberger was the one calling plays from the huddle. And just changed it up and just like, let's go deep. That's- yeah, and they, well, they, they weren't taking plays from the sidelines. They were taking them directly from Ben Roethlisberger. Like, he was the one thinking of them. Because apparently they had just like seen all the looks in film. I, I guess that Mike Tom doesn't disguise it very well. Which yeah. I, don't, I don't know how the Colts would be the first team to be the ones Figure to find out. out. But, yeah, so Ben Roethlisberger is the reason for the second-half comeback, apparently. Well, he, he did play. He balled out in the second half. He was making throws that I haven't seen him make all year, really. They let him loosen the arm up a little bit. Throw it down <laughs> on the field. I don't think that – I don't know if he can keep that up. I don't know if this is, like, a, a permanent thing for them, but it was, it was interesting to see that development. I think mostly they just knew they needed to get up off the mat. Like, they couldn't lose – they weren't going to lose four in a row after being 11 and oh, like that's just, they were down three scores at one point. I know. 
and they were i think at just one point it was just like fuck this like let's just let's get this done with um but i think the colts i think colts they're 14 point favorites i think they're going to beat the jags i think they'll cover um even that big spread i jags just think secure trevor lawrence yep and just jags see how it goes that. next year so the next game is the game i think of all these win and end games I think this is the one that is the most dangerous. And that's even with saying the Bills and Steelers playing those teams because they're going to be resting teams. The Texans are hosting the Titans. And Deshaun Watson, in these three games against these two AFC South leaders this year, he has lost in overtime to the Titans on the road. He fumbled the snap against the Colts. He fumbled inside the 10, or receiver fumbled inside the 10 against the Colts again two weeks later. So he has had the worst run of three. Like, bad things come in threes, right? And he has had the worst run of luck in those three games this year. They have nothing else to play for but to ruin the Titans' season on Sunday. And Deshaun Watson is only ever known winning in his life. And I've, and you know how I am about odds. I feel like he is due, very, very due for an upset win. And the Titans' defense so. is horrible. Titans' defense is atrocious. I I'm agree. Picking, I agree the Titans defense is horrible, but did you see how quick Ryan Tannehill looked of that quarterback draw or not the draw, but the read option? Yes. Everyone bit, everyone bit on Derrick Henry and there he went. I did. Easy touchdown. Ryan Tannehill is better than you think. He is better than I, I this is not any slight on Ryan Tannehill. You always this, dog Ryan Tannehill, but he's I not know, but, I, but I'm not talking, I'm not slighting Dan. This is nothing to do with, the Titans at all. The the Texans already took this team to overtime in the year. They can play with them. They can play with all the they they took them to overtime and took the Colts to the last possession of the game. Like they get up for these games. And I think Deshaun is due to come through for one. And this is the week that it's gonna happen. I don't know. I think the Texans just pack it up and put some weapons around Deshaun next year and they see might. how it goes. The rest they, of the Texans might do but did you see JJ last week? I don't know if that's a team that's going to pack it up. There's those two guys, JJ and Deshaun will not pack anything up. Those two dudes are the biggest competitors in the league. So whatever else the rest of that scrub roster does, I guess is up in the air, but those two are going to ball, try to ball. They're out still playing Sunday. for something. Yeah. I'm just saying that's the most interesting game to me because it's Deshaun Watson. They're plus seven and a half at home. I'll take the seven and a half. I won't take the money line on that, but I'm going to take the seven and a half because I just think that they're going to make it a dog fight for the Titans. I think the Titans probably still walk away with it, but we'll see. We'll see. It'll, I bet the over on that game. Yes, fifty-six. Another high over on actually that's high. I don't know. They the yeah it was the same as last week. I think the Titans had with the Packers there. Um, but uh, but it will, it'll be interesting to see. But if that so if we think if we agree the Titans are going to win, the Colts will be left out of the dance with the musical chairs here, and it'll be Bills Browns. Steelers, Ravens, Titans, Dolphins. That'll be our AFC wildcard matchups. And yeah, we won't talk for a week. I won't, I won't, you know, I won't talk any shit. I would, I'll just be very quiet. No, because the Browns are going to get their ass kicked when they play the Bills. I, maybe, maybe. We'll see what happens. Uh, NFC East. Let's get into the NFC East quick. Uh, Dallas. This is, so here's the scenario here. Whoever wins Dallas at New York, will be waiting with bated breath to see if the Eagles can upset. I don't even think it's called an upset, really. The Eagles can beat Tyler Henneke and the football team on Sunday night. So let's they announce it's going to be Tyler Henneke? They haven't announced it yet, but it's, he's been getting first-team reps at practice. 
So I'm going to go under the assumption that Henneke will be the starter. Um, let's start with Dallas at the Giants, though. Dallas is two-and-a-half-point favorites in the Meadowlands. What do you think? Dallas is favorite in this? I take New York. I take the Giants. You think? Yeah, give me the Giants. Who's the Giants? Is, is Daniel Jones starting? Yes, I think he's coming back. Let it, let it all ride on Danny Dimes, baby. Yeah, I'm going with the, I'm going with the Cowboys here. I can't bet on Danny Dimes ever again. I bet on them against the Cardinals a couple weeks ago and watched him just throw that game away multiple times, and I that was when I officially soured. He's healthy now. He's good. So does it matter? Is it going to matter? Because is the is football team going to beat uh, the Eagles on Sunday night, or are we getting no. a six and ten division champion? Then? Is Jalen Hurd starting for the Eagles? Yes, Eagles are going to win. <laughs> so we're going to have the six and ten New York Giants in the playoffs. Yeah. That's embarrassing. They should. That's the, just so embarrassing. The NFC East has made I think everyone question the playoff fundamentals. I, said, I can't. I started this the other day. If there is ever a division champion under five hundred, and there's a team that is over five hundred that is going to miss the playoffs, I need the, the Indianapolis Colts. I don't care if they're in a different conference. Who fucking cares about that? There's the ten and six Colts should get to play the six and ten Giants in a play-in game, and whoever wins takes that seed and then or takes a spot in the nfc you can you can make the colts the seventh seed and make them have to go play and move everybody up or whatever then what's the point of having i guess there's still a point to having a division but there's less of a point it's no the point is you have to be better than 500 to win your division like if you're not if you're a nine and seven or eight and eight division winner you're fine if you're six and ten you got to win another game that's my that's my i know it'll never happen but I just think I just I hate seeing these un, under five hundred teams in the playoffs. Has a six and ten team ever made it to the playoffs? And also, no. has a six and ten team ever? So the six and ten team has never even been. No, it's seven. What's and the nine. worst record to ever grace the playoffs? Seven and nine. Did they win a game? Yeah, remember the Seahawks, the Beast Beastquake. That was a seven and nine team that won March on in twenty ten or whatever that was, and uh, the Panthers a couple years ago were seven and nine and they won the playoff game. Hmm. So what's the so the cutoff is five hundred? Yeah, I think eight and eight. Yeah, I think I need to reach eight and eight. Eight and eight is respectable. Yeah, at least it's not Six under five hundred. No, having double digit losses should make you ineligible. Yeah, I can't. I can't believe that. It's embarrassing. All right, NFC Wild Card. The this is in, this is the interesting part of this day. I don't really know how these scenarios. I've I've tried to figure it out. I know the Bears are winning in. The Bears host the Packers, and the Packers are still playing for the one seed. So I think Rodgers is playing. Aaron Rodgers is going to fuck the Bears. <laughs> He's going to kill are, them. The Bears are doomed, right? This is his final stamps is saying, I'm the MVP this year. It's going to be killing the Bears and just all of Chicago's hopes and dreams. Ripping their hearts out? Yes. Yeah, Mitchell's been playing good, but they've been playing some bad competition as well. Um, good for Mitch. Mitch deserves to have a little bit, something happy to leave the season with. So the odds on that, where are the spread on? Why can't I find this game? Okay, Green Bay, it's plus five and a half. The Bears are at home. I, I'm taking the Bears. I think it'll be closer than the last time they played, but I, I can't pick against Aaron Rodgers. I can't pick against Aaron Rodgers either. The, the Bears can still make the playoffs. If then the Rams, if the Bears lose, the Rams have to beat the, the Cardinals, the Bears win a tiebreaker over the Cardinals. 
the Cardinals and Rams both have backup quarterbacks this week. There's no Jared Goff and most likely no Kyler Murray. What happened to Kyler Murray? His legs, leg injury. That's all they said. Lower body leg? injury. Yeah. Something with his, his hockey. Yeah. I, I know. Right. They're just not saying anything. Um, so I, and then Goff broke his thumb. Yeah. So Goff, it's a former, former Wake Forest quarterback, John Wolford, getting his first career start for the Rams. And I don't remember the guy's name for the Cardinals, but I know that he won the Grey Cup last year with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. So I don't really have much to say about this. I have no idea what's going to happen. Um, I wouldn't even touch betting it because who fucking knows about these quarterbacks? What are the odds on this game? It's minus four and a half for, or no, it's plus. Latest odds it says here plus three for the Rams. So they got. I got about a pick them right here. A pick. I mean, it's probably just in between that on different books because nobody has any idea about these quarterbacks. No, this is clueless. This is just gonna. The line's gonna move on how the money comes in. Nothing else. Yeah. So I don't know how to touch that. I'm saying that. I'll say that the Rams win because I think they're better around their quarterback than the Cardinals are. And then we'll get the Rams and Bears in the playoffs. Likewise. Okay. Uh, the last two games of any meaning for NFC seeding, the Seattle Seahawks travel to San Francisco and New Orleans travels to Carolina. I think both those teams are going to get wins. That's and a we're wash, gonna, I think, yeah. And I think we're going to just get what it is right now, Green Bay, New Orleans, and Seattle as the top three seeds. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be amazed if the 49ers or Carolina wants to come out and have a pride win come week 17. Just yeah, wouldn't make I, sense to me. No, I don't. I think the and I just think the Seahawks are kind of clicking on defense now too. Like they've been a lot better the last couple of weeks. I'm trying to see playoffs here. Seattle's defense has actually woken up too, which has been the biggest thing. Yeah, yeah, they've been playing well recently. Um, right now, our AFC, our NFC wild card matchups would be Saints Bears, then Seahawks Rams again, and Giants Bucks. So yeah, that would be that's not as if as a fulfilling slate as the AFC games would be. No, but we've said this all year that the NFC has looked significantly worse than the AFC. Yeah. Yeah, it has. And that's just maybe that's just us having some bias because we're both well, AFC no. guys. But there's, they, there's four 10 win teams going for a playoff spot this week in the AFC. That's that's a lot better for sure. Um, but all right, so that's the end of the week 17 slate. Benny, are you ready for are you ready for Sunday? Like are you mentally ready for the Browns game yet? Or are you still I'm gonna be there? I'm gonna wake up anxious. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm gonna be just nervous <laughs> the whole day until we see the final score of that game. And I thought it was gonna get flexed, so just having it at one o'clock is at least a little bit better. Yeah. So then hopefully I can enjoy the four o'clock and eight o'clock games. I hope that that happens as well. I hope that somehow we don't have to have a Bills-Browns matchup so that we can uh, at least enjoy the wild card weekend together a little bit. But if we do, um, I don't wish you any luck in that at all. If the Browns lose, just don't text or call. <laughs> you know I would never say anything until you brought it up to me. I would, I would wait on that one. I might punch holes in my wall. I'm just saying, <laughs> last, I'm just saying last year... I, I had to stand in a bar in Cleveland, Ohio, when the Bills missed a kick to tie the Brownies. That's a regular season game. No, I was definitely getting some shit talked to me, though, by some was Brownies. Some guy who was like 5'4". <laughs> 
Oh my God, bro. I've never, I've never, I was never been closer to punching somebody in a bar than I think I was at that moment. Um, I merged putting my hand on your shoulder and just going, oh no. He was talking shit about Josh Allen too. I would love to hear his opinion on Josh Allen now. I would love yeah. to yeah. have another conversation MVP, with that guy. Josh Allen. Yeah. All right. So that'll do it. Week 17. Next week, we'll, the tone of this pod will very much depend on the Brown Steelers game. So we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, I'll be here week 18. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good one.